you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Going to the hurry-up offense. Shotgun snap to Brady. Stands in, throws down the middle for Edelman. Ball's tipped, and Julian diving for it. As Olford cut in front of the receiver, Edelman has it. Did he make the catch? He's got he it. did! You gotta be At kidding me! At the 40. Tom takes the snap. Quick throw to Amendola. Screen left. A flag as he reaches across the goal He's line in. for a score. There is a penalty marker on the play. They're offsides. That's in. It's a tight game in Super Bowl 51. High fives for everybody. Toss sweep right for James White. Tucks it under the right arm. Cuts it upfield. Driving forward. It's diving to the goal it. line. It's still a it. touchdown. They did it. And a title for the Patriots. It. I can't believe it. Wow, great call there, Scott Zolak. I can't believe it. You can't believe that the Patriots just won the Super Bowl. They've only done it four times uh, previously. Hi and hello, and welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by McDonald's, this time by the Big Mac, now available in uh, three juicy, cheesy sizes for a limited time. The Mac Jr., the Big Mac, and the Grand Mac at participating McDonald's, Studio 66, chock full, handsome Hank Hodgson, Ike Taylor, Cynthia Freeland, proper hellos coming. Let's start last things first. What if that touchdown had uh, had been reversed? And they said, oh, no, his knee hit at the one-yard line. Boy, that would have been some cleanup, wouldn't it? The, all the confetti and everything, what would, they, <laughs> what would they have done? Breaking that off the field. You think, you think the New Orleans blackout was weird? How about, like, all right, everybody uh, take a breath for 45 minutes here while we get all these uh, pieces of paper off the field. That's, that was, that's why Tom won't trip him. Tom yeah, that's exactly man. right. Let's make sure it's official before we get to celebrating. But the whole stadium was celebrating like they won right. the game. But lucky it didn't, man, because that would have been an odd moment. You have people coming out on the field sweeping up the confetti. Snow, what do you think, snowblowers? How would you get that? How would you get <laughs> I don't that know. Maybe they, I would hope they have that. Uh, I don't think patron. they have snowblowers in Houston. 
They'd well, have to find some. Did they have the uh, Rakes. Ex, the, the ex-con from Foxborough to oh, yeah. take a snow exactly. plow out and uh, drive over the field? Yeah, I don't know about that. That's Maybe. what you got to do. Do you think they would have had to put the confetti back up again because they didn't have backup confetti? They would have left, exactly. I, I mean, it's a right. fascinating thing. What, what, what would they do? They Let's probably, spend the whole probably, show talking about that. They probably would have asked me and MJD just like to get a bag of confetti and just throw it on top of everybody. Ike, get up in uh, Lady Gaga's uh, straps and hang from the thing. And, yeah, uh, just throw some. Yeah, throw hey, some confetti from there. Hey, wasn't that performance pretty cool? I don't know. I I, I said uh, I said the other. I just I have no strong opinion of it. I don't I don't get the halftime show. We're gonna get into football, but uh, 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 to I respond like to you, yeah. I it's fine. I'm not, I just I it's obviously they would stop doing these grand halftime shows if they didn't draw extra audience. But I am uh, I'm skeptical that people tune in like I don't care about football. I'm not going to watch the game. Or oh, there's a performer at halftime. Have you seen the ratings? I know. Have you seen the ratings? Because they they go up. I know for sure. Crazy. It's a different. Anyway, let's talk about (laughs) football and let's start here. One of the plays you just heard there or saw if you're watching, we appreciate you watching NFL.com slash DDFP or if you're listening uh, and downloading on iTunes. We appreciate that as well. Speaking of watching some stuff, the eve of the Super Bowl, as is the tradition now, NFL honors went down on the red carpet. I sat out there. I talked with the luminaries from pro football, including Ike Taylor and Maurice Jones-Drew, and uh, beyond that, Antonio Brown and uh, Jarvis Landry and Jameis Winston and Mike Evans and so on and so forth. Greg Olson, one of our very favorites out there. Um, and uh, we had fun with them. And so throughout the week, be on the lookout for NFL.com slash DDFP. We played uh, Dave versus the NFL Connect Four game. We played everybody. We I, uh, I gave them some nice gifts as I what liked to do. What was your record? Do. Well, I don't want to get it. No, it was one rolling game. It went through the red carpet. Uh, in the Got meantime, it. though, you lost, so, didn't yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want to say anything. I want to. I want to leave the suspense. The big now. reveal. Oh, okay. Suffice to say, yeah. Damashek, three-time champion in the mid '90s in Connect Four. All right, let's talk about the event called the Super Bowl here. It's about to be the three thousand. You talking about nineteen ninety? <laughs> I know, well, it was a while ago. About I retired. To be the 3, <laughs> it's about We're closing in. It is. It's, it's here. I didn't realize. It. Boy, time flies. All right. We have 51 years worth of Super Bowls now in the books, and uh, people like to talk about um, about the great catches, especially after we see one. You know, finally for the Patriots fans, after they got Tyreed and they got Manningham and they got uh, almost cursed by Jermaine Curse, they get theirs, Julian Edelman, with a miraculous catch. In fact, it may be the greatest catch in Super Bowl history. Let's go around and discuss where it does rank here. First of all, we're going to take a look at that Edelman one, and the mm. quality of it is that, you know, he the way the ball hovered an inch above the ground for what seemed to be a, a, a couple of seconds there was remarkable stuff, not to mention the fact that he had to get both hands around various legs and arms of uh, Atlanta Falcons all about him. It was quite uh, remarkable stuff there. I'll start with you, handsome Hank. Where does this one rank in Super Bowl lore for you? It's difficult because – when I see that one and you think of the Tyree one, I think of like like miraculous – you said, just said the word, miraculous catches. And I kind of have two categories of like miraculous catches and then just great like catch catches. Mm-hmm. That's the best miraculous catch I've seen. I like I, – I, I, may, may I say to, to try and uh, – I'm not parsing your words. In fact, I'm trying to I, – I right. think what you're getting at is that – 
To me, if you went outside and you could said, never recreate. Let's, that. Yeah, right. Never. If you said, "Let's right. go outside," and you have five thousand tries to make that exact yeah. same uh, the ball bound in the exact same way, right. you could never replicate that. Right. The 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 exactly and the Tyree one. Like again, that would be no one. No one goes to practice and they're in training camp and they're like, "Okay, today we're going to spend time catching the ball off our helmets." <laughs> that just that, that doesn't happen. But the the toe drag of Julio, the toe drag of yep. Santonio Holmes. Those are the things that you practice, right? Well, the Tyree one, the thing that people extent. often forget is that ball travels 40 yards in the air. It always seems like, oh, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. you forget the context of it. But it was, fun. but, but uh, the throw and the scramble by Eli, I guess that doesn't have anything to do with uh, Tyree pushing the ball on his uh, on his head. Yeah, but uh, so I hear, let you, let's go through the candidates here. Let's go through it yep. properly. Super Bowl ten, the iconic catch by Lynn Swan at midfield where he juggles it and everything else. I think forever people held that one up as the greatest catch, but now we have uh, heaps and heaps of uh, of alternatives for that. So we saw just now, we saw the Edelman, we saw the Tyree, there's the Jermaine catch, uh, Jermaine curse catch. Which is that, in that category as well. That almost won the Super Bowl. Let's right. take a look at that one too and talk about that. Of course, that happens with about a minute to go, a minute 15 to go in Super Bowl 49 up the right sideline. Again, another one you could never replicate if you had 5,000 more cracks at it. The other thing people forget about that is Malcolm Butler won the Super Bowl twice for the Patriots right. because Jermaine Curse gets up and could have run the ball in the end zone, and Malcolm Butler's looking at him like, oh, I better touch him down. I better knock him down, or else he runs into the end yep. zone there, and the game's over. Y'all sleep, man. Yeah. What? Y'all sleep. I'm asleep? Yeah. That Edelman catch is the best catch in Super Bowl history, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't looking at the traffic. So he, I'm, he, I'm absolutely looking he's at He's surrounded it. by three guys, mm-hmm. and one of them guys was a safety who had the opportunity to kind of lay him out, but he saw the ball tip. And you got Keanu O'Neal, he's in the back of him. He's a hard hitter right here. Yep. Man, the, the ball the ball got tipped. He caught it in between the defender's leg. At the same time, look at the traffic. There's three Falcons around him, three birds around him. It could have been an ugly situation. Had the common courtesy to say, man, excuse me, this is my ball. I don't care if you do hit me. <laughs> I mean, excuse me. What? And, yeah. then, and then at the same time, had the concentration to hold on to the ball. Like, a lot of guys ain't catching or trying to go for the ball because they know they're about to get hit. Mm-hmm. Every situation y'all just watched, it was only one, maybe two. So they wasn't going to get hit. They just had to catch the ball. This guy's in traffic. Julian Edelman is in traffic. Could have got hit, but he didn't because the ball got tipped. Okay, the spin off the ball takes everything. So now it takes the rhythm off the ball from Tom Brady because it got deflected. Now I got to use my concentration yep. and not worried about getting hit to hold on to the ball. By the way, it's in between his legs. I had to double catch the ball so the ball don't hit the mm-hmm. ground. Man, look at all them birds around him. That's a situation right there. A regular, yeah. a regular receiver wouldn't have caught that because he would have, he would have been worried about getting hit. Well, the other factor right. too is as the ball as he's diving, Keanu Neal, like you say, is also diving for it, and their shoulders are in uh, in contact, and it pushes. Edelman's momentum out out of the direction that he wanted right. to launch right. himself. Man, and he had to so it makes it even harder than right. to, to now adjust physically. I mean, Listen. the coordination is insane. That Listen. mind, bi- like that focus. It's we insane. talk about Tom Brady going to any park and say, give me you, you, and you. And give me an all-season of six months, and we might have a chance to win a Super Bowl. Every other quarterback we talk about have top-notch receivers. So we always what if in Tom Brady. 
What if you give Tom Brady Randy Moss? We saw what happened with the 50. He put 50 up. What if you give Tom Brady Antonio Brown? What if you give Tom Brady Julio Jones? What if you give Tom Brady A.J. Green? I'm just saying. But to see these guys, he always get hard-nosed receivers. Well, that was more than that. That That's hyper-coordination and focus and everything else. That's the best catch. The other ones are – Santonio San Holmes, given the moment, there's no fluke factor to right. that one as much. I mean, that's right. that's an all-time throw and an all-time catch. You know, obviously, there's 34 seconds by the time the play wraps up. That's, the the double-toe tap, to the second, the instant the ball touches uh, Santonio's San fingertips, it is locked up. It does not move again. Um, so, so you know, obviously, that looms as a, a great candidate there. The other one, I will put that more on the throw. Uh, that that uh, one, how, how how many times can seven make that throw? I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so, listen, the Manningham one as well. Yeah, was, catch, was a great yeah. throw. Yeah, the catch is the catch is the catch, man. The man got me. And then out. and then there is also from Super Bowl Fifty One. If you say Edelman's the greatest catch of all time, I think you got to say the Julio catch. <laughs> Uh, a couple minutes before that one in game time is Man. is also ranks. I mean, this don't, is insane. This catch. Hey, don't get it twisted. I keep calling. I keep calling Julio Avatar for a reason. I know, yeah, but it's, it's, again, it's you a, talk about co- hyper coordination to turn your body around and uh, toe tap when you receive the ball. Face you're facing the quarterback, and then to twist your body that way. That's all one motion. And that, one, so it's not. Amazing. It's hard, but it's not that hard. Look at Edelman, <laughs> who had to go one motion, had to reset his button, still have the concentration and catch the ball. Like that's fluent. Well, the other the other thing, Ike, is too. Like you say, the the focus look, is because look at Rowe is one right in front of him. A catch is about the third least likely that's thing to come motion. out of that play. Should have been a pick or an incompletion. That, out of don't a catch. get me wrong, that's super duper. That's super duper right there. But that that <laughs> Edelman way to catch categorize it is amazing. And one more candidate for you. Uh, of course, well, I should throw out Max McGee, the behind-his-back mm-hmm. catch in Super Bowl one. That's a that's a great one, especially since he was hung over on no sleep. But I'm going to go with Super Bowl thirteen, the forgotten catch by the great John Stallworth, the Hall of Famer. If you look at that one closely, the ball comes out of Bradshaw's hand. It's the first of two touchdowns by John Stallworth in that, the greatest half of uh, of uh, a Super Bowl ever played between the Steelers and Cowboys. Bradshaw throws it uh, from roughly, I'd say, the 35 or 40. The ball flies out of his hand. It it uh, it slipped out of his hand, and so it's a moon ball that's literally spinning in the air. And uh, John Stallworth somehow adjusts on this with two Cowboys around him. Look at this catch here. He f- turns his body around, gets it, and double toe taps as the guys are shoving him out of bounds. Sarah Bradshaw had two Hall of Fame receivers. I know, but that ball was was weird because it's not a good ball out of Bradshaw's hand, and somehow Stallworth tracks it, flips his body around, catches it, actually gets both toes down as he gets shoved. Can we go go back to that Edelman catch one more time? All right, so let's rank them then. How do we feel about those real quick? Give me me the rankings, uh, Freeland. Um, whew. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna leave it to the to the six you have on here. Right. I'm going. Yeah, we're sticking to those. Of course. Hey, look at it. There's no room for right. other yeah. candidates look. here. We're not allowing right. other. No, candidates. no room for These other. These are Damashek's top six. I'm just gonna give you my top three. I'm going Edelman's number one. I'm really? going Tyree's number two, and then I'm going Holmes number three. Okay, Ike. Right behind him. Is that right? Uh, handsome. How say you? 
I mean, it's hard to argue with that. I, I don't. I the Tyree one. I still think the better part of that play is is Eli emerging from from being bounced around. It's by, yeah, it's it's all the it's all him right. pinging out, and then you look at you, you could even see in his eyes. He's like, whoa, how did I get out of that? And just heaving it down. The and field. also, by the way, I took out the curse and and Julio Jones because you got to win. All right, fair. You know, I'm gonna like, go. I'm going Edelman one two. I think that just was uh, was. A crazy, uh, the like, like you say, it's the traffic it's, in addition to. Me, it's the to... second time he catches it because he catches right. it and then it bounces <laughs> out and then it's he surreal. catches so it could you and like... he has the presence of mind to get his hand Adjust. underneath. So, so there's was, no. Could we make a case that maybe that ball had too much air in it and it hovered a little bit? Is that? Stop. I don't know. Just I don't want to. You know. You know. What? I actually Stop. think there's a little tiny Stop. man under there that lifts it up, but he's yeah. invisible. How about that? Look, look there's that. my new conspiracy theory. There's a little tiny invisible that. man that just bounces balls. it up. <laughs> exactly. Look, it'd be the man holding like that. <laughs> That's more likely to me. That's more likely. To <laughs> look me. at that man. Itty bitty man. Push. Look, look, um, look, look, look at him. You got three birds around him. Right. And you a foot. One, one of them's asleep back there as well. <laughs> and there's a foot right next to his yep. uh, his face. He's trying to concentrate. All right, let's uh, let's do what uh, everybody else on the face of uh, the planet Earth is doing. Where does Super Bowl Fifty One rank all time? Ike, I'll say you. One, number one. Not if you're uh, well, the Falcons. I'm, uh, I'm gonna wait. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till she gets time and see if Miss Cynthia can figure out the percentages when you're down by what twenty eight. 25. Greatest 25. comeback, and certainly <clears throat> if you're the Patriots, yes. you feel like this was the greatest, but I don't know that you would look oh, at this gra- objectively and say oh, that the was greatest. the most. The greatest. Uh-huh. That's just – you put a stamp on Tom Brady. That's all you do. You just put a big stamp on I Tom mean, Brady. I see. I mean, listen. It started fast for the Atlanta Falcons. Like, oh, my gosh. Pick six. Everyone's like, what's going away. on for 41 minutes? They about to run away with it. Mm-hmm. So you got suspense, suspense. You got everything you're looking for in this ball game. Maddie, I show why he's the league MVP. But then again, Tom Brady was like, okay, y'all been sleeping on me for too long. I'm about to wake up. So you can look at everything. They had everything going for them. The it Falcons was, had everything going for them. It was 28 to 3. I know I have said this repeatedly, and many others have too. It was 28 to 3 in the second half. It was 28 to 3 with two minutes left in the third right, quarter. Right. It was just crazy. Yeah. The Falcons was, was on that 87 gas, the Patriots was on that 93. So only three times in Super Bowl history prior to this game has a team who's been down by 10 points come back, 10, only 10 points, mm-hmm. come back and won the game, right? That's a tw- the, the deficit we saw before, n- unheard of. So in that way, it's contextually, yes, absolutely. Also, if you kind of do see those trackers that show like percentage chance of winning based on all of the plays in NFL history, it's like something like 97% chance of the Falcons winning till that last drive even right so and that holding call that took him out of field goal range like this amazing amazing improbable victory in so many ways also Tom Brady's passer rating you I know you like this one too right under pressure especially in the first half versus the second half the swing whoosh gigantic like that doesn't this is so improbable I mean so many different ways yeah it's it's a it's a great way to punctuate the the uh dynasty or pseudo dynasty or whatever you want to call it i'm just trying to measure it against the other mm-hmm. ones i would say 49 is still up there 49 is still right up well still 49 up if you're if you're television ratings then you would agree with 49 right because that was the most watched one this is the second most watched one i think if you're looking at it objectively that second <laughs> half uh the, um, i don't know this one was pretty good. handsome how so i think you? i think it's this one number one i think it's number greatest one. of all i'll tell you this much I, one that what, what we can we can debate which one was better you're asking this him a that. question you ain't gonna let him answer i'm letting him answer i just want to say He's that gonna we're tell a, me what my answer is no, 
I just want to say this. I we are listen, fortunate so to live it. in the 80s. It was, a, I mean, one White game outs, after the other was, were horrible. Every yep. Super Bowl was terrible. Every uh, The worst Super Bowl we've seen in I don't know how long, You're eight, right. ten years now, is last year's, and that game wasn't bad. You're right, and we just stack them up. It's like happened, oh, this is now the best one, and then the next mm-hmm. one comes, oh, that's better. But that's going to be very hard. To, I don't know how you top that one. I mean, like, the, the rally, the, yeah. The, in terms of... You know, the storyline of Brady coming back against the Seahawks, were, uh, you know, and, and that win was big enough, but so different to this one because this was like, this is over. This is done. We, we're we seeing a blowout. Yeah, you, went, you had to, like, snack. You had time to get, like, full-on yeah, meals and right. snacks. I, mean, I wonder if T.I. and Luda and, you know, two chains at halftime, like, hey, Atlanta, let's go ahead and get this party started. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. right. It's about to go down. Then the end of the fourth quarter is like, Hey, you remember that party I was talking about? <laughs> we might got to cancel it. Yeah, right? <laughs> Did you see Mark Wahlberg left with an he hour? Left. Like, yep. like exactly. not not at the like a, a long wave, like about yeah. an hour before the end of the and game. And why not though? Biggest we we were talking fan. about, you know, I, I work with with a lot of the international stuff and we were talking about people in Europe. That game kicks off at 11:30 in London, yep. right? So people are sitting there, they watch the first half and they're like, "Wow, this is a blowout." And then they watch Lady Gaga and then the Falcons score at the beginning of the third quarter. Everyone turned their TV off. I mean, off would, yeah, and right. like, right, it's 3 a.m. I'm going to bed. This game's over. Imagine and then they're like, waking they wake up. up they're imagine like, waking up Monday morning, being like, "Wait, what? What happened? It went to oh, what? Why I missed what? what? Yeah, I that's mean, that's crazy. Yeah, you're right. I I think you're right. And maybe it's only oh, I mean, it's just pretty simple. Maybe it is the best of all time because, and I am one of these guys. I've always Super Bowls are. I, I just love the Super Bowl history. I really yes. I, I I got into it at a young age, and I just love all the the the. Um, you know, comparison, comparing the the half centuries worth of games. I've always wanted to see an overtime, and the, like sort of like I've always wanted to be at a baseball game and see a perfect game or a no hitter. I I was at a Super Bowl. Yeah, and it went over- to overtime. Yeah, I think that was to see yeah. you were there. I'm First like, overtime ever in Super Bowl history. Eight. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's. Uh. So there were many things we've already talked about. A couple of them. Freeland, I start with you. What's the one thing that rises above all else? It could be the Edelman catch. Anything else? What's the one thing that looms as your your biggest memory? So uh, my biggest memory, this is not it because we, we're going through a lot of different stuff, but I wanted to point out something that maybe other people – Before you go done. into it, in fact, we're not just going to talk about Super Bowl 51, Cynthia. Can you let the girl talk? I, we're synthesizing. I, I'm trying to do something better here. I, mm-hmm. It's time for Cynthia Freeland to synthesize. Oh, look. Ooh, I got to get that green visor. Oh, yeah, wait. You got to get a it. green visor. <laughs> All right. I like how my highlights are really – Oh, look. Shut up. Put this it on. Um, I like how my, my highlights are very accurate in that. Like, I, I don't like y'all because Cynthia got, like, the coolest she, – she got her own cartoon now? That's right. There she goes. Now she's ready. Oh, my God. Now, now she's ready to synthesize it. I don't even know what to do right now. I can barely see. Um, yeah, you should so, never take that off. Never. I mean, it should I, be your thing. Yeah. yeah Toe totally. Jack had his lollipop. You have your visor. Yeah. You go. And my highlights look very accurate. It was a hip <laughs> reference I just made there, right? Timely. Only you I just look ignored at the it because I have no idea what Totally. It so, okay, I wanted to point out something that people might be overlooking given all the things that were going on here. The Patriots have not allowed a single rusher against them to go for more than 90 yards in two years. Hmm. 
two full years. So even though Devontae Freeman had a great game, like some, not 90 yards, that's incredible. No other team comes close to that. It's a big credit to their linebackers, obviously. It's a big credit to what they do. And this wasn't even a game where typically you could make the argument against that statement saying yeah. people are playing from behind, they have to throw the ball. Nope. They weren't playing for, for, for 41 and a half minutes or whatever. They weren't playing from behind, <laughs> right? They were playing from ahead. No single individual 90-yard rusher. That's a that's an impressive stat. That means you're controlling the clock. I know Dick LeBeau would have been happy to see that uh, this stat right here because you control the game, man. We always talk about what's, what's the death to a defense, and that's running the ball. Correct. You control the clock. You enforce your will on the opponent. And seeing New England do this is like, okay, now I see why they always up for contention on winning the Super Bowl. That's well, right. That's I mean, why. You, that's part of why you can't not like count them completely out. I mean, the, at the halftime, that's a ridiculous amount of points to over. Kyle Shanahan has been catching a lot of heat. The new San Francisco 49ers coach, by the way, has been catching a lot of heat for not running the ball from that eight minute spot on third and one. Um, with eight minutes to go, that's the big turnover with on the hit by Hightower and things go the Patriots' way from then on in the game. But it's it really is situationally third and one. I can see the Atlanta Falcons in 2016 or into 17 now. The way they played all year, that's what they would do. They would right. throw in that spot. So I, I kind of – Oh, I they, they, I get so, it. And I, I do want to say, I, they, but I think in broad strokes. And then once once Julio makes that catch, that you feel like, well, that's the game. They're going to kick a field goal, no, and they're not going to be. No. I think, but it's it's more to me hindsight. I well, in the moment I was saying they should be running the ball here more to try to spin the clock. I was yeah. saying that, but it is more in hindsight that I look at it like, boy, the the pass run ratio doesn't look right given the lead you had. That now, wait, uh, wait, like wait. I say, after the game, I I then. Uh, feel like Shanahan screwed up more than I did play for play. I thought, like, I can see this is the way they've played. This is the way they've been playing this season. The first two playoff games that they played in the Falcons, Matt Matt Ryan was 20 for 22 throwing on third down, but it wasn't third and one. It was, like, third and two, third and three. Like, third and one's a different, a different kind of – game plan than longer 91 percent on third down that's unsustained that's like a home run a, a batter hitting a home run like every at bat like mm-hmm. you know do you know what I mean like that's a that's an unsustainable amount on third down so the but the third and one like that that could have that was an interesting it was an interesting strategic yeah so I'm, I'm talking to MJD and we sitting at the bar in the stadium because that's like our new ritual mm-hmm. we just go to every time we go to the Super Bowl we're just gonna sit at the bar I know you guys disappear we'll ritual. get into that no, in a minute no but. we didn't we're going to sit there. We're going to sit there. You guys were broomed off the field. I saw you bob and weave to your right. I said, oh, this, <laughs> this, right, little, this, I little, this little whatchamacallit. But getting back to what we were talking about. <laughs> I don't know what the whatchamacallit is replaced for, but it's all right. <laughs> Third and one, man, MJD was saying, run the ball. So I'm expecting MJD to be biased because he's a nope. running back. But then I come and holler at Reggie Wayne, and Reggie play receiver, he was like, Run the ball. I said, Reggie, why you say run the ball? He said, man, because you're controlling the clock, even if you don't score. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So instead of having it for three minutes, you have the possessions for seven minutes. Now you're lowering the time for the Patriots right. not to have time to get down and score that many times. And that's what they needed was time. They, they don't get, all, That's they, all they needed was time. Right. So you run the ball, the clock keep ticking. MJD was like, man, I, I hike that thing at two. Two seconds every time I'm yep. hiking that thing at two seconds right. every time. And I'm also running the ball. Mm-hmm. Now, I might give them a play-action pass every blue moon, but on them third and ones in certain situations, 
I'm running the ball, it will force them to use timeouts, and then you have the clock on your side, and the right. clock won't be on the New England Patriots side. That's how we was looking at it. But I, the flip, I, I the flip side it. of it, is, I agree with you 100. percent But the flip side of it is that on that on the the first play of the drive when Julio had that amazing catch, they did that play out there right in the shadow of their own end zone. I think the kickoff. He caught it at the six-yard line and was stopped immediately. And they went play action there. I remember Freeman had that big, like, 35, 40-yard right. gain up the field. And they were brave enough to call that play then because otherwise they might have been punting that ball back to, to the Patriots a lot earlier than this. Totally different did. time. Like, the time, I agree. It, the time is a completely different. Cause well, that was, only, that was less than a minute earlier than, than they wound up. Miss um, Cynthia said it best. Freeman had 74 yards in the first half. That's the thing. 74 yards. Keep, keep feeding him the ball. In the first half. I, I mean, I, I ultimately agree with you. I But I can see in the moment, if you ask Kyle Shanahan right before the ball is snapped on that third and one, what are you doing here? He'd be like, this, this is the ball we've played. No. So you know? here, here's the thing. I could see that. I could see that excuse. And, and, and you know then, what? We should move on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. MVP's okay. telling me hold to take Hold on, it hold on, hold on. And then it comes back to what Dick Yahweh says. Offensive coordinators love their resume. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's okay. But, he was getting six years no matter yeah, what. Yeah, but they, they still they still love their resume. So they love the chunk They want to be the guy that told remember, – remember when I did this? Remember, I can't say I remember now because you're on the biggest stage. Right, right. And I remember the L that you took. I, I remember your decision-making <laughs> on certain plays that you should have called. I, I remember talked, Josh McDaniel I, scoring more points than you. Can I tell you something? <laughs> I, 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 I uh, ate uh, delicious barbecue with Malcolm Jenkins, and that's something else you can look for the uh, full video of. But I said, what is it? <laughs> I said, well, I talked to him. What? I said, why? Well, we went out and we talked about all okay. things. We solved it we all. We get it. We, we solved we it, it all. Yep. You get what? Hey, we get it. You went. You you you. you, you well, there were you, cameras you went, there. It wasn't right. like Malcolm Jenkins you know what, was though? like, "Hey, Sheck, you want to go get some food? I'm I'm heading out." You got to be it careful because he might have you beaten in the beer department. Well, he does have me there, but uh, but yes. So I talked. I said, "What is it, though?" And he said exactly what you have always said, Ike, and what Bucky Brooks has always said: offensive coordinators can't help themselves. They can't. They uh, they can't help. They they give in to what the Patriots. The Patriots are gonna stay on the line no matter what. Oh yeah. And the and foul and, and if not uh, Kyle Shanahan's not the first one to get. I gotta I gotta you know the, it's the, that they, it's that cheese trap. I know it's funny. Cheese trap. It's funny. I'm gonna one write thing, an article about this and I'm gonna call it the cheese trap. <laughs> no the, question. Um, no the, question. Uh, the one thing I'll say that stood out to me is for, amidst all the remarkable plays is Tom Brady. I say it all the time. I'm going to say it again now. I love Cinderella stories. I like guys who do things. I like the Malcolm Butler story from two years ago. Wait, who? He wait the play of all time. You know, I love all that. But I like even better a guy who has literally hundreds of millions, nay, probably a billion. Well, maybe not a billion people looking at him saying he's got to do it. It's his time. If they're going to do it, he's got to do it, and he does it. And under pressure, and I don't just mean pressure, uh, you know, uh, emotionally and otherwise. I mean literal pressure from the Atlanta Falcons. We're heating him up all day. He hasn't always responded to that. From I mean, he was seven, 17 to 29, as you can see there. From midway through the third, through the overtime, 284 yards, uh, 122 Only 284 rating. of his 466? He completes about 80% of his balls there. He was on the money. He drilled every throw. You know what you call that? Nails. I, I love it. That's so, yep. that, 
I think that's that's what what more can you say that this is man, everything against him and he rises up and does the man, everything against the him. The man threw for I what, in the rally twenty eight three. He threw sixty two times total. Mm-hmm. In the that's game. ridiculous. Yes, but this what you have to watch, and this what I'd be trying to tell people: the sideline tell the whole story. So all you had to do was watch Tom Brady when it was twenty eight to three. He still looked the same. Right. Yep. So now you watch Tom yep. Brady when it's twenty eight to twenty. He still was looking the same. Mm-hmm. So now you watch Tom Brady when it's twenty eight to twenty eight. Okay, Tom Brady. Okay, now Tom Brady started looking like that excited Tom Brady. So then in overtime, he ain't even tripping. Like we get the ball, I'm gonna go out on the scope. Just the body language. Mm-hmm. So all you gotta look at is the sideline and everybody else but Tom Brady had a panic kind of face. Everybody else but Tom Brady had a panic face. Tom, this this game right here meant so much to Tom Brady. Even with the touchdown signal and the touchdown score by White, he still wanted mm-hmm. to make sure. That, to me, let me know how focused right. Tom Brady was throughout the all entire All right, I will game. say that's the one thing Brady and I do have in common. I was like, all right, well, hold off. You can't celebrate until you know it's a touchdown. Get him out of here. Well, that's right. I'm, I, <laughs> you know what? Maybe, maybe Tom Brady and I do have – a lot in common, as a matter of Focus. fact. Focus. Let's what start else? the show. Hey, we ain't start the show yet. No, no, no. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go now. All right. Hi and hello. And once again, welcome to the DDFP. And once again, we're presented by McDonald's, the iconic Big Mac, available, like I say, three sizes. Mac Jr., Big Mac, Grand Mac. Um, Mac right. Daddy. Let's I'm the get, Mac Jr. Let's say hello to everybody. Let's uh, start off to my far left over there. I all got the, the way worst from intro. Lund- I'm just thinking about it. I have the oh, worst intro. It. Oh, That's, come on. Uh. Handsome Hank intro is not bad. We got to save well, let's, last. Well, let's uh, figure it out right That's now. Good. Here he is. He's, <laughs> Mine's uh, real good. He's the resident Miami Dolphins fan of this show. It's Handsome Hank. He's handsome. That's classic. It's well, it's very I was good. about to put the F word in front of it. That's classic. It's well, that's strong. super duper classic. There's no question. It's Thank very you, oh, a lot of super dupers being super thrown duper. Around Why not get a super duper? That's right? that's, 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 the, that's today's word. Super what was duper. super duper? Were, was uh, was the ongoing uh, culinary tour across these United States? Handsome and I had a fine, a couple fine meals. Uh, Papa's Brothers. That, I didn't yeah, that was a get great an invite. We got I a delicious steak, and I got a good steak with Ike. That's not tr- that's not true at all. Like, don't play games about how invite. you didn't. Don't play. Shit, you about did not you. give me an invite. I hear Papa's. you and Matt Money went out and didn't invite me too. Just saying. That was the same time. Oh, okay. Oh, that was wow. it. Like, that was it. I, you were like, we should because invite you, her. And you know why? I, I did say Because you were doing your somebody. fancy TV show. That's why, Mr. Uh, NFL man, Network. Don't, don't give me that, man. Don't give – I didn't – What should I have – should I have said like, hey, blow off blow off doing the network show. No, doing should. Dion's show. Don't do Dion's show. Come out to dinner nah, with us. you still – you still – I didn't get that memo <laughs> or invite. Oh, stop. You should have right. at least invited him knowing he couldn't come then, right? That then is he the right move. That's the right move. No, I like – I actually enjoy Ike's company, so I wouldn't want to float one – I believe me. I know how to float the phony off. Oh, it's too bad you're tied up. You know, oh, I didn't know, but I already knew. I actually but like Ike's company. We did get some great wines in in honor of Ike. Remember that oh, Papas? Yeah, we got some great. That's good. Yeah, See, that, that makes me happy. <laughs> I had good wines with Ike too. Oh, also handsome and I. <laughs> this was embarrassing. So we went we went to a bar, um, and uh, and Dave and I are having a pleasant conversation. We're having a nice time, and then Dave turns around and notices that he's on television. What did and he, he, he shh. 
I, I just want to see my this, boy. Oh, then this, la- this lady, <laughs> this lady back here, who you can just see in the back of the picture, she's sitting down. Dave walks up to her, taps her, and says, "Hey, uh, do you recognize the guy on the television?" Stop it. That happened. You did not toot your own. That happened. He, to- he was tooting. He was I tooting a lot. You were in the other room. You and Maurice were in the other room. That's when I was going back and forth with you, my wines. I was glad handing with my colleagues. You did not do that. He did. I, he I, did do that, Ike. I did do it, but I want to make it clear and handsome. I'll thank you to support me that I was doing it as a bit. I he, was wait, doing, did, he did it. I as a did bit. it as a joke, and I and he oh, was, he was taking serious. foot. Link the explanation of own vanity. Thank you, Ryan. Overused check bit. Thank you, Ryan. I did it as a joke. Oh, you was this. It was funny. Let's say hello now to number 24 from the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, now, like we always say, doing great work all over the network and NFL media at large. It's Ike Taylor with the terrible intro. Horrible. I like it. I do, too. I like it, too. There's nothing wrong with it. And plus our 27 remixes. Uh-huh. Born in Gretna. Uh-huh. Everyone knows the words, like. Uh-huh. Number 24 has got opinions for days. K-E-T-A-Y-L-O-R. Ike Taylor. What do you like? Live acapella. So what's my guy who does this all in? Dick Banks. Dick Banks. I need to holler at Dick Banks. He he made the... No, no, no. He made me three good ones. Right. But... You want to start again? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a whole new year, man. It's a whole new football. Okay, season. maybe we'll see if he can uh, cook one up for you. And uh, she, you like this one? Yeah, she got the best one. I do. All right, I don't know if there's a video for it yet, but there's uh, not a video. Let's uh, we'll listen I can dance to, it to it just the it. same. Here she is, Cynthia Freeland, everybody. It's Marianne's daughter here to steal the show. Back in the day, she had a mullet with a funky flow, <laughs> running marathons for her fitness goals on the DDF. She got the stat control Cause when it comes to the numbers She's a gunslinger She's Good do one. the math in her head this She is count fingers No one to question them numbers Surely waste to you She's from Michigan Yo, it's Cynthia it's a good one. It's a good one. Cynthia so good. Freeland. Yeah, we'll get a video. My mom for that. gets I a think, shout out in it. I mean, it's. it's I think the video though should really just be a montage of you dancing to your to video here in studio. I think. I think, I think we. I think. I don't know though because my mullet pictures. My mullet pictures are so good that it probably needs to make. Oh, I have to. You know what was a funny uh, thing that happened when we were doing the show from Houston? You can go back and listen to it. Yeah, there's a lot of football talk, but some good. I mean, uh, Super Bowl talk, but a lot of good uh, talk about. Uh, you know coming up next year specifically the Minnesota Vikings because at one point Xavier Rhodes the uh, the perhaps the best corner in all the NFL happened by and I had been told in advance of the show there's a player we don't know who's booked yet but we're we're gonna get somebody over to you for the show who's gonna come over so Xavier Rhodes was walking by and I I said oh there he is that's that's our guest who they were sending over it's Xavier Rhodes and I summoned him over and then he sat with us for about 25 minutes and we had a great time oh, with him yeah. and after the fact Bartlett said that was great how you called him over and I said yeah well he was you know he's on the show I figured I'd just bring him in he, was he said fun. no no he wasn't booked he wasn't booked. You just called him over and he sat with him because he's because he's Ike's pal, and so he ended up sitting there for twenty minutes. With that him. was cool. That was a that good was segment. great. Yeah, he was he great. Was great. Was Super nice guy. I we certainly hope he back. didn't send those roses though that we advised him against. Who, who told him to send roses? Um, it was uh, Lawrence Terrence Newman. Oh, Terrence Newman. Yeah, you got to go back. Terrence Newman. Yeah, he. Oh. 
He, well, yeah. I, I can expect that from Tino. Yeah. Terrence he, Newman, yeah. The, he said to tell – so just to recap, he said to send a girl – like, bro. if you wanted to, like, impress a girl, you should send her a dozen roses that are red and then with one white one in the middle and say something about, like, standing out and being unique. Tino. Stand out. Too much. Terrence. That's one – do it. That's one too many. Ike did that. Ike said, Dear Ike in uh, the ongoing segment gave better advice, I think. Right? Dear Ike handwritten gave great advice. Handwritten note. Yeah. Great advice. A little, a little, Dear Ike. A little small note. Right. It ain't got to be long. Just – No. You know, it what kind of thing are you saying there? For the first, for the first date, first, the first note. Uh, do you like me? Yes or no? With, is there a box to check? <laughs> yeah, I got to like give you a box. Yeah. Do you like me? Yes or no? Why not? What are we? Some simple. What are we? Twelve? What I Just pass Do you it to, like pass me? It to yes or no? And maybe so. I it's, don't know. it's the time and the effort that you took the time check, out yes. to write that thing. See, that's all it is. Um, you got to paint that picture, Shaq. You got to right. paint the picture. You're right. You're right. Um, all right. Well, I'll uh, get the uh, – Don't stop, stop. We'll have a special session of uh, Dave with Dear Ike. Maybe we could do that. Like, we should just do, like, Dave asks all yeah. questions about life. All the life questions for, you've always wondered. For three and a half, four hours. Oh, you got yeah. to. Three and a half, four hours. Thoughts. For sure. Um, is now, math cool? Check yes or no. I want to talk about <laughs> – I, this is this is I know this is it sounds I don't know people like to say humble brag which they often get wrong because it's just plain bragging and that's what I'm gonna do. That's now. what you just did to the young lady. That's what you do when you just asked. Oh, it was a see you on TV. Yeah, it was a bit. Ike, I went up to her. I was doing like they they were making that fun of me. That was a bit me. much, too much. <laughs> that was a bit too much. Fair, fair. I deserve that. Um, what's it's just the greatest, and I know that you know our pals uh, at uh, from uh, Pardon My Take, uh, Big Cat. They make fun of like, oh, you know, feel feel lucky to have the job I have, and you know, like this is great, and oh, what a view I have for super. But it really, I'm not. I can't be cynical about it. Me, Ike, and Maurice for the second year in a row, an hour before the game, even less than that, got to on social media. You can still look it up, I think, on Facebook and Twitter and so on we took a spin around the field now Ike and Maurice have been down on the gridiron many times in their lives and uh, Ike for Super Bowls even but I got I'm walking around with the stadium on the field looking up and people are yelling down at us about the oh, DDFP or whatever they're yelling crap to us like that and it's uh, you know it's it's not the ego stroke well all right that was fun too oh, yeah, that. that was nice but anyway the point is what's great is that has nothing to do with me Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman run off the field. They're about to play in the Super Bowl. They're in full pads and everything. They run off the field like, hey, Maurice, to hug Ike and Maurice. They've been hugging like, and then I'm just uh, like, hey, good luck in the Super Bowl, Tevin Coleman, shaking their hand. It, I mean, it's surreal. It's crazy stuff to be down there for that. Bro, you, you got to understand, like, MJD and his prime. I know. He's a legend to those guys. They, they idolized him. Was a monster, one, because his size and what he did. Two, because he was we ran a full three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That little son of a gun ran a four, <laughs> three. Yep. You got tall guys my height that can't stand a four five. They can't even get four five, let alone MJD running the four. With those little legs. Wow, but I, nothing, don't be. He called himself he Pocket to, Hercules. Right, he has That's to do like twenty percent. I'll say this though, like, don't be modest about yourself. It's not just that you were great at football, but you among the among your peers and the and the current NFL guys are beloved because you're a good guy, and they great come guy. over to they come over to greet oh, you it. too, and they're yep. excited to see you because they know you're a fun guy, and so they're laughing with you and everything. And then I go over to the end zone for some reason. 
I maybe it was because of how you were dressed or something. I don't know what it was, but, but the security guys come over and they broom Mike and Maurice. They take them off the field. With no, like it was one guy. Ten minutes to no, go. It was, it was one guy. Like, what are you doing? I so I just so, hid away. So so listen, right? We're <laughs> with, we're with the boss. Right. It, it really Tom Brady, our boss Tom Brady. We got to holler. Not Tom. twelve Tom Brady. Yeah, Not our, our, our right. boss had the right. network Tom Brady. So <laughs> right, different Tom. We we chilling, right? Me and MJD. So we just walking around, and this guy. Well, really, I lost my phone. So I lost my phone, but I forgot I gave it to one of the photographers. Uh-huh. So we're looking for the photographer, right? So we finally find him, but he's right where the intro before the game starts, where the Falcons are coming out the tunnel. So I said, bro, my phone. Hand me the phone. Tom Brady hands it to me because he handed Tom Brady. Tom Brady hands it to me. So now you got a security guy. He was like, who are you? And I'm like, man, I just want to get my phone. That's all. I just come over here to get my phone. So let me check your credentials. Check my credentials. It said pre. And obviously, technically, we were still in the right the because it was, it was the pregame, right? So he was like, y'all need to leave. And it's just me and MJD. Did you, what, 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 everyone else is gone? No, every, everybody I, else. I told to, the, to be fair, oh. I said to the security guard, yeah, get these two out of here. No. No, I didn't. Y- y'all need to leave. So I'm like, <laughs> first of all, I almost relapsed. And I'm like. Bro, don't touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. What was the first lapse? Huh? It could have been ugly. <laughs> like, bro, don't touch me. So, on the field at Super Bowl. Little skirmish yeah. going on. Former Pittsburgh Steeler, right? Taylor beating up security guards. So he saw that. Like, I was serious. Like, I went from, <laughs> don't, don't touch me, bro. Don't even touch me. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. So, all right, he walks. So now he gets the police officer. And the police officer, he just... He wasn't even tripping. He was just looking at us like. <laughs> so then he tells us, like, you know what? The police officer, he was like, man, just walk with me. And when y'all walk with me, man, just venture off. And it was like, y'all ain't doing nothing. Y'all just chilling. I said, cool. But no, the security guard. Oh, no. He wants to come with you. He followed. Oh, yeah. He wants to make it look like he got you off the field. He followed. Yep. So we pacing. Shaq, on the other hand. Yeah, that's what out. I want. Because your story, your story started with Shaq there. Yeah. Now the story ends. Shaq's gone. Shaq. Shaq well, I wanted to. What I wanted he do? to stay on the field. How did he get out of there? I didn't want to leave yet. He picked up his pace. So <laughs> while while he saw us having his turmoil, Shaq picked his pace up. That's like Jerry Rice. You know how they said like when the ball's in the air, that's so, where he really got fast. Like I, I we, situational we speed. Get, we I, get to the tunnel. <laughs> Damn, I wish I would had your phone. We get to the tunnel. I see Shaq sitting on the wall, just like texting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I should have said, "Hey, that guy does it." <laughs> yeah, you need to get that him guy, out of here. You need to get too. that guy too. But I didn't because I wanted Shaq to have that moment. But I said, "Man, this little sneaky son of a gun." It's <laughs> like picked up his that's pace. The second time you just called me a sneaky son and of a gun. I'm wondering what that's replacing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the, what the earlier was. Terms. What you call it? I'll say this: You said you lost your phone. I left my jacket down there, and I went back down on the field even after the game to see if I could find it. Not even realizing, I was like, "Oh, my jacket's there. I'll see if I can." Uh, dig it up. I was down there. I mean, it really is something to be down on the field after the game, too. And, it's you know, crazy. Chris Hogan's crying on the phone to his fiance, who's pregnant at home, and he's overwhelmed. And Julian Edelman's talking to Guy Fieri and <laughs> so on. 
And uh, and so I'm looking for my jacket amidst all this. And I also remembered, uh, oh, yeah, I had $200 in that jacket. But it's gone forever. Anyhow, what I did get to do, so so I lost that gold. But I did talk to a couple of guys who we happen to work with. I got, I mean, so you guys get broomed. But I get to stand down there in the end zone, literally, surrounded by Hall of Famers. And a couple of uh, new inductees or guys who just got voted in. I'm out there with Kurt Warner, Terrell Davis, and LaDainian Tomlinson. And uh, I asked the two running backs. Uh, it's one of my favorite subjects. If you get a gold jacket, how often are you going to wear it? This is what we uh, this is what we d- discovered with them. TD, congratulations! What are you going to do? What we've talked about? Wear the gold jacket like two, three times a week. I am. Are you good? Yeah. To dinner, wherever. You know. Yes, Maybe I am. Carolina State. I'm not taking it off. It's going to be funky and smelly. Talking about TD, got to get jacket off. I'm this Let me sleep in it and on it, and then I'll wake up and decide the There you go. There you go. That's Congratulations, fellas. Thrilled for you. All right, that was That's bad cool. audio, but it was pretty neat. Right. I mean, it's crazy, you know. So, I, and believe me, I'm fully. This isn't humble brag or whatever. I'm fully lucid in the moment. Like, why is is this potbelly Jew standing on the field eight minutes before the Super Bowl talking to these guys about their Hall of Fame jackets? It's really that's what the security. It was a good goes. moment. It's really I mean, dumb. It was a good what moment. The hell is a matzo ball? <laughs> your, your pardon my take, friends can make fun of me all they want. I posted a picture because when I walked in the stadium, I'm like, I'm just a little girl from Michigan. What am I doing here? It like, is super this, weird. It's and crazy. it was, I'm so grateful. Like, you just, whatever. So it's, it was awesome. Speaking, last year, on the other hand, me and MJD stayed on the Super Bowl field for the first quarter until they figured, <laughs> until they figured it out. <laughs> we was on the field to the first where were you though for uh, for um, so you guys got broomed and then you went to the bar? I couldn't. I was like I was spinning around. We get escorted off the field, but we wind up getting the escort <laughs> to the bar on the third floor. Nice. Well, then then I texted you, "Where are you? Oh, we're on the third floor." And I felt like ah, oh, they're being dodgy because they got broomed and they don't oh, want Dave around. The whole time. So then I tried to figure out where to go. I went up to the uh, to the NFL digital press box and I texted my friend. And said, where are you? He was uh, two suites over from where I was. And so I spent uh, I, I spent uh, the rest of the game um, watching with uh, with uh, my friend Tall John and my and my friend uh, John Ham. There they are. And, oh, uh, your friend John Ham. There he is. Yeah. Well, John Ham's hot. Sorry. Yeah. Had to say it. Well, look, I don't, know, I the, I don't I, know that he's the hottest guy in the picture. We kind of look alike. I mean, I don't right. really see much difference between yeah, uh, uh, the two guys. Well, 120 there. pounds. And uh, and also uh, Christian Slater was there. Ooh. And, uh Keegan uh, Michael Peel, who did the uh, thing. John Ham. You should have came to our suite. It was great. Where was your suite? At the bar. Oh, really? It was it was legit. Really? <laughs> it was real legit. Really? We had to pop in. Had some friends there with you. Met a lot of new friends. Oh, did you? I'm glad to hear that for you. <laughs> oh, you're an affable guy, Ike. You're an affable yeah, guy. True. You make make a lot of friends. It seems like. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, and uh, so anyhow, let's move on now to let's uh, I, w- I, w- I do want to talk about T.O., but uh, since time's running short, I do want to uh, talk about this. This is uh, becoming a tradition for us here on the uh, first show after the Super Bowl wraps up. Let's go ahead and do it. Let's go all the way to the end of next year. Now, our way too early predictions for Super Bowl 52. Let's get to it.
Oh. That's it right there. That's it. That's it right there. That's it. How did you know? Beautiful ballpark at U.S. Bank Stadium, Minneapolis. Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth. Here's the first look into the Steelers locker room, the AFC champs. The Pittsburgh Steelers have started hot down the hall. A look into the Cowboys locker room, NFC champs 12 and 4. They beat the Panthers and the Packers to get to Super Bowl 52. Now, Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, Michelle DeFoya. Well, it has been, without doubt, the craziest preamble ever to a Super Bowl. But what do you know? A game is ready to break out finally and it's a compelling one matching two teams each the best in their respective conferences. So the crowd is ready. Everybody is stoked and Super Bowl 52 underway. Wow. Excellent. I can't wait hey, for bro. that one. The Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys. You and took, I really think that that's no, you our, took the words. Yeah, out, am I? Uh, am I? Is that the one? That's you what I was going to say. Handsome. You too, Ike? Yeah, it's crazy. So I was the third to respond to this email, so I wanted to go something different All right. to make it different. I actually like the Packers okay. and the Raiders. The Raiders are a great pick, yeah. certainly. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. The Packers, I could see doing it as well. I, you know, I really do think that the Cowboys, you know, what what are they going to lose? What they're going to do is add probably another defensive player or to, to you know, a and they got Jalen Smith coming back. I think that's right. I, they, I think they, they need a receiver. They need Terrence Williams is fine. He wasn't too bad this year, but that but Cole Beasley pushed Terrence Williams down a little bit. Maybe get a playmate. There are some good uh, athletic tight ends, tight ends. Yeah. that maybe you go get this year. But the Cowboys certainly no, they need should a receiver. be. I hear you. They need it. They need because Des needs help. <clears throat> I completely agree with you. Imagine if they did have another right. – if they had another pass catcher out there who, who can really devastate. What about the, their defense needs a little bit of help too. There, were, there was a lot of injuries on their defense last – But also you have Jalen Smith coming back. If he's ready to go, if that hey. knee is right. But, like, that's not the place they – I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing Deshaun Jackson with the Cowboys. You know? Ooh, hot There's, take right there. I like it. That's a fun call. His third NFC East team. Uh, yeah, it's cool. And uh, I did get to kibitz with uh, Antonio Brown, among others, at uh, at honors briefly, and uh, we we you know we settled it. It's it's over with. We've decided that all hash has been settled with uh, A. B. and the Steelers. This is not going to be. They handled that situation that looked like it was on the brink of exploding and becoming ugly and undoable and incorrectable in Pittsburgh. I feel like that's water under the bridge now. He'll be back. Martavis Bryant, Ike Taylor reports, is looking better than ever. Whoa. Yeah. like Big guy now. Hey, bro, somebody must have cut you up like a turkey because you looking, you looking <laughs> legit. You look turkey. shredded right now. Where's um, the wishbone? I mean, um, let's remember that he – let's remember. What about the Patriots? I mean, sure. Yeah, What about – like their division, how do they not – uh, no, they're going to get back. Can they, I tell you right. something? I know I say this. I, I, yeah, I do think the Dolphins are on to something. And I'm not saying that just because Handsome's here. I do think the Dolphins are on to something. I, I thought Adam Gay should have won Coach of the Year when we were sitting at honors. And I was, I'm was, i like, yeah, Jason Garrett, but that old line's amazing. Yeah. yeah. The old, and what do we see? That the, Andy Reid, but your defense yep. is nasty. Like, Great O-line. Great old Everybody line had the Dolphins slated for the like Dolphins four wins. And I think the Bills are going to rise up this year. I think Pens, they've got some problems. they got to figure out their free agency. Yeah. Money. Well, they do have those two guys they drafted that didn't play because of right. injury. Correct. They're going to wind up with a, with a real what, nice What's going on with their quarterback, the injured, what, what Stephon Gilmore? The they have a lot of questions. Anywho, point is, 
Pittsburgh Steelers, Dallas Cowboys. Let's get yeah. this thing right. Yeah, let's buddy. make it happen. That was a fine <laughs> Super Bowl, but I no, think we was. can all agree it would have been better if that it had was. been Pittsburgh and Dallas. Uh, no, that Dallas. was an excellent Super Bowl. <laughs> How about a shout-out to Emma VP behind the glass? That was, for that. I always Emma. gave Emma VP that a shout-out. That's that why she's amazing. the head Come writer. on, Emma. Right. That was amazing. I'm, that's why I had to fire you as the head writer. It's I, fine. I wouldn't sorry. have done that for you. Hey, can we show real <laughs> quick uh, before we go? Yesterday. We'll talk about T.O. at a later date here and uh, the injustice, the ongoing injustice. Injustice. And really, yeah, it's it's a shame for T.O. He's eventually going to get in. Who it's embarrassing for, really, are the people who fail to vote him in. It's ridiculous. Where, right. where, where's your where's your, where's your honor? Where's your credibility? It's out the way. You know, he wasn't nice. He wasn't like, I, Who know. cares? Doesn't matter. He's pretty who good cares? at football. I did. Uh, I did uh, all of his numbers. There is zero numbers that would like anything that's not biased or objective, like or, or subjective. Anything objective, Tio's in. All what right. are you hey, doing? I did thought you, see- you. I thought you were getting the Hall of Fame from what you did on the field. Right. It's crazy. I did Tr- speak correct. with him. Call me a brown no noser, bias. but I I can't help it. I mean, I think he's whether you like him or not, he should be a Hall of Famer. And I told no him question. as much the other day. Let's do it. Super Bowl era wide receivers. Okay, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss. <laughs> They are, we can have the debate, and, and let's say that they're better than you. Let's just say, for instance, uh, I know. I, I'm not sure like that. Hypothetically. <laughs> there are really good arguments to be made yeah. there. After those two, who else could possibly rank in that three ahead of you? I mean, the stats speak for themselves. I mean, I- Correct. Bruh. I hate e- even, bias. Even over Randy in, in some even, categories. Yeah. Randy went missing for a long time. Yeah. I could, I'm, like, I'm actually was, been working on He was on, on a milk bottle in, in Oakland. There were people yeah, looking for him. Yeah, it, it was tough. Matter of fact, I played him in Oakland. He was on a milk bottle until he went to New England. Yeah. And he just I, like. I, yeah, I'm he, baffled. And then they yeah. found him. Yeah. I mean, it, my whole career is based. Like, I don't. I try to take bias out of football. I try, Like, I try to take things that are like and look at things objectively and not, you know, like with if you did a blind resume showing hit and you ask people to vote on a blind resume, then he's. By far. Jack Youngblood was a great player. But he's as I always say, guys get into the Super Lynn Swan is in the Super Bowl because he rose up and made some a couple of iconic plays in in the Super Bowl. He was great. What would I say? Yeah. Uh, You said he was in the Super Bowl. In the the Hall of Fame because he played he he had those big plays in some Super Bowls. And Jack Youngblood, the you know, it's legend that he, you know, he he played on a broken leg in the Super Bowl, and that does matter to people when they're making their votes. Somehow, T.L. playing on a broken leg and catching nine balls for 131 against the New England Patriots doesn't resonate with voters. Like he's a bad teammate. Is he a bad teammate? He was out there playing on a broken leg. You can Donovan McNabb's throwing up on the field. He's got a broken leg making plays. You can go down the line with a few Hall of Famers that was nasty off the field. Sure, of course. Right. And before before the era where we cared about off the field, yeah. like yeah. who even knows? And that's like, where exactly. That's where he got hurt. Max is, McGee. Is that it was, is Max people, McGee's not that, in the There Hall was of a fame. whole news cycle that was devoted to talking about what Tio's doing off the field. That didn't yeah. exist really for Elton. You know, think about what Lawrence Taylor was doing during his career. If he'd been seven, eight years later, people would have been a lot man, more T. aware of what was going on. Tio should be man. in. Right. We can have a. He, well, and he's still like he looks still like he looks can play. He does look like, <laughs> like he can play. Like go yeah. out there right now. And we're if you're looking at if you're TV listening, shows, he could he may he may be making a comeback. Well, we're looking at uh, if you're so. listening right now, we're looking at some of his what would be perceived Antics. by some the the residents of Mount Pius is his low lights spiking the ball on the star in Dallas. Look at the swole. swole. Him doing the sit ups with surrounded by uh, by the press. The uh, then he cry right. That's my quarterback. Yeah. And all that. Hey, look at that stuff. bottom lip shiver. <laughs> all the 
celebrations, the pen out of the sock, and so on. Classic right here. But by the way, I, it makes me crazy. Classic. In a that's world, a classic. In a world How of are you actual, running around on the field with a pen That's classic. Because you're T.O. It's very funny. I, like it's it. I love it. But how's he doing? I, you put a pen in your shoe. It's annoying. I really am. I, the residents <laughs> of Mount Pius really lose sight of, uh, uh, of what they're uh, complaining about all the time. In a world of actual bad guys, of re- right. uh, where they're actual bad guys doing actual bad things. The the hatred of guys like T.O., like, what's he ever, what's he ever for that matter, Pete, I hate Aaron Rodgers. I mean, but people really, like, it generates real hate for people. Like, I hate that guy. Like, what's Why? he ever done to anybody? Sorry, what's he wrong, done? something wrong ever, with you if you, yeah. yeah. It's weird when people, like, it, I, I get, like, if, if you have, if you have, if you're going to, uh, you want to go to the moral high ground on guys that, you know, have done some real dark stuff and you know who they are. All right, I get I, that. No, I, just look at I'm yourself in the mirror. That I hear. I'm but, going I mean, existential on you for one minute. Without people like Tio, who are like interesting and do things that can be considered like, you know, crazy. What then? Like not crazy, but like like over the top maybe, then you don't have like the the narrative of like, oh, Julio Jones is such an angel. He's so like humble and whatever. Like, come on. Yeah, it's then okay. everyone needs that no balance. You need the balance. Yeah. The idea you know that what? you can't have a personality is, and, is and, insane. You know, you know, What's he like, what has he done? If I could even argue the person he's hurt the most in, is himself in life in a lot of ways, and he's a wonderful guy. Like I, I mean, well, but there's all. I mean, listen, fine. It's immaterial. I was about to take the bait there and say, like, well, all right, there are plenty of people who I've spoken to who will tell you, like, yeah, he's an oddball. Like he's kind of, he's, Great. you know, he's, he's I'm he's an very, oddball. He's very insecure. And well, all right, well, what all, does that matter? Your, what does that have to do with anything? Ones, all your great ones have a few screws. Fine, he's a. But the bottom line is, after the end of his career, he he looms as one of the best receivers. He is in the national. Gary Rice is bad. I I I would ultimately, if I had to choose, I would say Randy Moss. But after that, like Michael Irvin or or like maybe Larry Fitzgerald is in the conversation. Wait, wait, does the Hall of Fame only get the the best three of all time in it? Like, okay, okay, if your quarterback, if your quarterback, Antonio Brown's working into that conversation. Hold on, hold on. If your quarterback, give me a sub, Tannehill. Let's just say Tannehill. He's cool. If your quarterback is Tannehill, who would you want? Jerry Rice, T.O., or Antonio Brown? Starting the franchise. Well, you left. That was clever how you left Randy Moss out there because I would have said Randy Moss over all four, all three Why? of those guys. No, give it to him. Well, I mean, I I, well, I, I rec- remember like I, I know, know the he gets mad years. when he doesn't like his. I know the Oakland years, but uh, but I mean, he was dominant. He was unstoppable for the majority Correct. of his career. Bro, I'm, I'm waiting. Um, I I hear you. I think I would go uh, to. I'm you're well, acting like wait, I'm, wait, I'm, I'm the premise of my conver- of, of what I'm saying is that he it should be a hall. It's ridiculous he's not in the hall. First, I'm with you 100. percent The fact that he didn't get that first. Oh, that's that makes me angry. Yeah. What are you voting on? Where's your like? Where's your integrity? Like you have to have it's weird a rubric, right. and you say I'm going this, this, and this, and these are why they're getting in. And if you if you don't kind of follow your own method, then what what do you they like? Need a, they that's need an a, honor to vote on that. They need to equalize in the boardroom. They need a few players. In you there. know what I want to do? And I'm not jiving about this. I wish I had some real juice because I would start. I would say, hey, halls of fame are all 20th century stuff. Let them have have their moral standards and whatever gets in the way of who gets in and everything else. I just want to have a sports hall of greatness. For the, well, in fact, you, doesn't you, have to be a hall. It'll went, be. You need players. I, I think you need I agree a few with players if on you the went, board. To the average, to the average fan who doesn't know how it gets voted on, how all this stuff happens. If you explain to them that the, that the whatever it is, forty guys who are making these decisions right. 
Uh, sports some, writers. Uh, some sports writers, some of whom are no longer sports writers. They're never writing. They often. certainly never. Most of them never play football. They they certainly some of them are, are like retired sports writers, so they don't know probably what happened in the last ten years, which are exactly these guys who they're voting on. What? That, I'm a big people fan. Don't, I don't think many people really understand what the process is. And I think if you explain to them, oh, yeah, this is how it happens, they'd be like, I just, wait, why are those guys? It should be like anything else. If I'm voting on something, I should have like a – like I should say, my reasoning is blah, blah, and blah. And I should say true to my reasoning because if I'm staying true to my reasoning, then it's not it's not as much right. about like a feeling about – well, I didn't really like when he pulled this that This one out. time like, he, he you know, blanked me like, in the locker room. Because, I, I mean, I never played football, and part of the reason why I can talk about anything football is, like, I, I create a – these are the things that I – Well, you watch football oh, all yes. the time. And I, you know you know what I do best is I ask people, like, yeah. players who know a whole bunch more about football than me well, to you, explain you, it to me. You figure it out. A lot of people don't even ask that question. You That's have to ask. People who ask – when we were talking about this at the Super Bowl, like, if you want to know who's the best receiver – you yeah, ask a corner. Right. Right. If you want to know who's the best D lineman, you ask the O lineman. So do you cover T.O. and Moss? Yeah, cover both of them. And? Well, Moss was in Cali, so everyone really wanted the Moss. Yeah. But Moss <laughs> was still fast. But T.O., man, you had to – like, the man is huge. He's like 6'3", 225, strong. I ain't talking about strong. I'm talking no, about no. he's strong. Wrong. So – <laughs> when you have to tackle T.O., you need help. Yep. Like, I'm going to hold him down. Can somebody please, please come, come help me? Help me, please. And it's every play. Mm-hmm. Like, Moss, you know Moss. He, either he's running deep or he's going to run a, a short pattern. But the only thing about Moss is his speed is so deceptive. Like, it looks like he's not running fast. <laughs> but <laughs> right. it's moving. Like, you can tell when T.O. T.O. kind of build a speed. Like, Okay, I'm going to get one, two. All right, my third step, if you ain't tackling me, I'm gone. Moss, if Light you're up. not near me, I'm going to take one step, and that one going to be three of yours because yep. I got a long I mean, stride. Uh, bottom line is from, from his final couple of years in San Francisco, the Philly year, and then his first couple or three years or so in Dallas, I mean, there's, just, I mean, there's not a question but, but who see, the best guy is who's right. playing at the time. He's dominating – uh, week in and week out, and, and not in the Hall of Fame. The Luke. fact that you're even asking who's better between him and Jerry Rice and, right. pudding and Randy Moss, there proof go. in the there pudding right there, right? Like, there you go. That it's not like you're saying you can only get one receiver in the Hall of Fame, right? Like, that's not how it works. It's the fact that you're even debating amongst these people who are already in, like, they, they don their gold jacket, you know, all every day, like TD talked about, right? But, like, what? Are we doing? I don't know. That really bothered me. Really so you, bothered usually me. they don't do two positions in there, right? So we got LT and TD, mm-hmm. and uh, that's yep. kind of unusual, right? I know. And Kurt Warner. Can I say one thing about Kurt? Because I I get to work with Kurt, and I'm really lucky. I actually, like, I was sitting near his wife, and they brought their entire family, and they have, like, the best family ever. And I'm Name drops. Yep. Totally so name drop, and I'm. That's just not there, my like, thing. If yeah, if that's, that's what you like. Okay, to do, John Ham pictures. I don't, I don't right. like. I mean, I just. Anyways, I, I was sitting hey, near them. I'm on TV. I was sitting there. <laughs> I was sitting near them and during honors. And if you watched all of their kids' faces, like I was air high fiving Brenda, and like everyone's, and you just couldn't help it because like you're sitting there and. Did you cry? Uh, yes, I cried. Okay. I love Kurt. He's been nothing but kind and warm and loving to, but just one tear, like a nice glisten. The other guy, the other guy who I'm happy that got in because he does belong in the. Hall of Fame, but he's also one of the funniest guys you'll come across in pro football, Morton Anderson. Oh, yeah. I saw he's him down on the field, too. He's, he's a good super guy. funny. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to get him on here. All right. 
hey, if you're interested in scouting, email a scouting report describing your favorite NFL player of the 2016 season to move the sticks at NFL.com for your chance to win a year subscription to NFL Game Pass. As Handsome calls it, Game Pass. Pause. To NFL Game Pass. And, Strawberry. Uh, Pass. And talk to the uh, Move the Sticks podcast hosts, uh, DJ and Bucky Brooks. Check NFL.com slash scouting competition for more details. Open until February 17th. No purchase necessary. Open to legal residents 18 and older of the U.S. and District of Columbia. I thought Great. you were going to say the prize was going to be a year subscription to the Move the Sticks podcast. <laughs> what well, if that's if, like if you like fancy the, pants? Yeah. Got that one too. Wow, we got it's time. Throw for that in there. Super Throw Bowl in there. is in <laughs> the books. Now it's time to start getting ready for the combine. Handsome Hank, Ike Taylor, Cynthia Freeland, great work. Emma VP, Ryan Bartlett, great work at uh, Super Bowl all week long. Lara Spaghetti, everybody behind the glass. We'll kibitz with you later in the week. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.